This is 101.1 FM, WBRULP, WFOOLP, WVVXLP, Providence. It's about 7 o'clock on a Friday evening, and you are listening to The Beat Surrender. friends welcome to another episode of the beat surrender my name is dan and i will be your host for the next hour and it is the 12th of november in the year 2021 another friday night and another reason to do what i can to bring you the best in classic punk post-punk proto-punk cow punk power pop garage rock alt country ska new wave and even a taste of some of the new stuff that speaks to the old stuff So, pour yourself a beverage, and let's get this mosh pit swirling. On tonight's show, we have new music from Spoon, we have the latest edition of This Week in Punk Rock History, and we have a sack full of classic jams, just like this one.
Americans take it or leave it each time Well, I belong to the generation But I can take it or leave it each time
bottom. tuned to the beat surrender and that was the buzzcocks rounding out a set of songs from 1977 maybe the most important year when it comes to punk rock we heard boredom from their debut ep spiral scratch the only buzzcocks studio release with original singer howard devoto who left shortly after its release to form one of the first post-punk bands magazine Bob Marley and the Whalers before that, inviting us all to the punky reggae party. And who wouldn't want to go? According to Bob, the Whalers will be there, the Damned, the Jam, and the Clash. And most importantly, no boring old farts will be there. Punky reggae party was the B-side to a song we all know and love, Jamming. Speaking of the Clash, they kicked off the show with Complete Control, released as a single in September of 77, and often cited as one of the great punk singles. Fiery Diatribe aimed at their record label for releasing a single without consulting the band first. 
and also touching on overly controlling band managers and the state of punk music at the time. And a statement of purpose is what Richard Hell had in mind when he wrote Blank Generation, and with his band The Voidoids, stalwarts of the New York City CBGB scene, they released one of the most powerful albums to come from punk's first wave. Alright, that was a little taste from the year 1977, and we'll nibble on that year some more later in the show. But now, let us turn to some new music. Spoon has a brand new single called The Hardest Cut that was released to the world on October 28th. It is from their forthcoming album, Lucifer, on the sofa. Their 10th studio LP, due out in February of 2022. The album is the first they've recorded in their home state of Texas in over a decade, and it is being billed as the band's purest rock and roll record to date. According to Spoon uh, band leader Britt Daniel, the album is, quote, the sound of classic rock as written by a guy who never did get Eric Clapton. You took off in the dead night But before you did Got your hair combed right Yeah The neighborhood watched those
101.1 FM, Brown Student and Community Radio. This is the Beat Surrender. And we started that set with new music from Spoon, from their forthcoming album Lucifer on the Sofa, due for release in February of 2022 on Matador Records. We heard the lead single, The Hardest Cut. And then we kept things in Austin, Texas and went back to the mid-1960s to check in with the 13th floor elevators, led by Rocky Erickson, who was always on the edge of sanity. And we heard what might be the greatest garage rock single ever released, You're Gonna Miss Me, from 1966. And from there, we changed geographic locations from Austin to Minneapolis, but we continued with the subject of heartache. Who's Could Do left us standing in the rain, from their final studio album from 1987, Warehouse Songs and Stories. And the replacements followed, of course, because we have a rule in place at the Beat Surrender. Whenever we play a Who's Could Do song, 
we must also play a replacement song, and vice versa. From the replacements, we also heard a song from their final LP, All Shook Down from 1990, otherwise known as Paul Westerberg's first solo album. We heard the song, Nobody. Alright, you know what time it is. It is time for This Week in Punk Rock History. And this week, we are going back to November 6th, 1980. Adam and the Ants released their second LP, Kings of the Wild Frontier. It includes both of their hit singles that charted prior to the album's release, Dog Eat Dog and the title track. The album will reach number one in, on the UK album charts and will spawn a third UK hit single with Ant Music. The Burundi beat is first introduced to popular music with the album's release. This distinctive tribal drumming originates from the Central African country of Burundi and is, is historically an important part of the country's culture. And some will accuse Adam Ant and others, rightly or wrongly, of cultural appropriation. But I'll let somebody else be the judge of that. In a retrospective review, Steve is Thomas or Stephen Thomas Erlewine of All Music called Kings of the Wild Frontier, one of the great defining albums of its time. There's simply nothing else like it, nothing else that has the same bravado, the same swagger, the same gleeful self-aggrandizement and sense of camp. This walked a brilliant line between campiness and arthouse chutzpah, and it arrived at precisely the right time at the forefront of New Wave.
Chipmunk, kangaroos, value in bed bugs, bed bugs.
by making the walking lame. And when you just can't get any higher, you use your senses to suss out the sweet climber. And the small fame that you've acquired has brought you into cult status, but to me you're still a collector. You are listening to The Beat Surrender. And we began that set with Adam and the Ants giving us some ant music from their second LP from 1980, Kings of the Wild Frontier. And from there, we decided to take a deeper dive into the insect kingdom, bringing us to Bedbugs and Ballyhoo by Echo and the Bunnymen from their self-titled fifth album, released in 1987. Connecticut's Miracle Legion after that with Butterflies from their debut EP, The Backyard, from 1984. 
a record that is near and dear to my heart. Miracle Legion came to prominence in the mid-80s, riding that jangle wave created, created by those boys from Athens GA, R.E.M., and then transcended it over the course of four LPs spanning about a decade or so. Band leader Mark Mulcahy would move on to form Polaris, a house band for the Nickelodeon TV show The Adventures of Pete and Pete. And from there, Mulcahy set foot on a long and fruitful solo career that rivals his output with the Miracle Legion. And with all these butterflies in the air, we were bound to encounter a butterfly collector with the jam providing the soundtrack. And that song was the B-side to the Strange Town single from 1979. All right, let's see if we can sneak in another song from 1977.
rainy afternoon, 1990. In a big city. Jeez, it's been 20 years. Candy. You were so fine.
101.1 FM. This is The Beat Surrender. And that was our man Iggy Pop with the biggest hit of his career, reaching number 28 on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1990. And says Iggy about the song, quote, I've written one good pop song, Candy. It's a very decent, proper pop song, but that's as far as that went. <laughs> Kate uh, Pearson of the B-52s, of course, sharing the vocals with Iggy on that one. Before Candy, we heard Oh Caroline by Cheap Trick from their power pop classic In Color from 1977. And Cheap Trick will be in town tomorrow night at the Providence Performing Arts Center. A lot of cool shows coming through town lately, with more to come later this month. And hey, we have podcasts. If you ever miss a show or want to re-listen to some old shows, go to your favorite podcast provider and do a search for Beat Surrender Radio, and that will take you to the promised land. Lots of good stuff there. All right. It is that time once again when we must wave goodbye. But before we do, let's listen to another song from 1977. In our opening set tonight, we heard from Richard Hell and his band, The Voidoids. And prior to that band, Hell was a founding member of Television with childhood friend Tom Verlaine. But he would leave that band prior to the recording of their first album, Marquee Moon, often cited as one of the great records of the American punk rock movement. So we're going to hear the song Venus from that album. And now pay attention to the intertwining guitars of Verlaine and Richard Lloyd. It's just glorious. But hey, wait a minute. I thought punk rockers didn't know how to play their instruments. (laughs) Well, will wonders ever cease? All right. Thank you for joining us tonight. And until next time, this has been The Beat Surrender on 101.1 FM WBRU LP WFOOLP WVVX LP Providence. Quick question. Is it Venus de Milo or Venus de Milo? <laughs> <laughs>